because I was never um, fit in the environment that I was growing. Even if it was normal and stable, I would like to change it. This is why I'm doing digital fashion because I believe that digital world can um, is is a is a kind of environment that we could express of what we we have right now. It's a necessity to save the environment and to save our lives and humanity and everything and to make the evolution the next step. But actually, um, it also can be uh, can be the, the safe environment for the people that they want to do something more and they don't find themselves in the real world. So I think that you yeah. guys are more more um, uh, in the right era that uh, we should be, we should everyone be in that era. Okay, first of all, thank you. You invited me here to your um, uh, show, and uh, I like uh, to, to be here. I'm Costantino Rosselli. I'm founder of and CEO of Netizens, uh, and uh, I'm also a member of advisory board of uh, in Metaverse Fashion Council. Uh, I'm an author and a speaker. So my background is, uh, is in computer science and digital marketing, and uh, um, in the last 10 years, I co-founded a digital branding company, and the business of fashion academy, and uh, the netizens is um, what the word say actually. It's uh, it's about the, it's the citizens. It's an abbreviation of the word netizen, netizens, and this it means the citizens of internet. And we carry these um, those values of of the internet, and uh, we would like to work in a different way than the industrial way. So here in in this podcast, I suppose that we speak a lot about the the transmission from uh, industrial economy to connection economy. Uh, the virtual fashion we are a virtual fashion community actually with more than two thousand three D designers and digital influencers, and we believe that uh, connection economy stands on communities, decentralization, sustainability, inclusion, and diversity. We actually believe that the future is fully digital. Amazing. That's so many different things. And I'm so intrigued to hear about all of them. It's on a side note, I've only just kind of come across the digital fashion or the the metaverse um, council. So I'm excited to hear about that um, and understand fully what it is. Um, But I want to know before we get into all the details of what it is that you're doing, why are you interested in the digital fashion space? How did it all begin for you? When did your journey with it all start? I suppose uh, everything starts because the last 15 years I'm working in fashion industry and I was always looking for making things better for uh, the, pro- the the designers and their audience. And uh, the whole thing of um, the current business model of fashion on fashion is completely crap for me because there is, a, first of all, it's really complex and uh, it has a huge um complex process between the designers and their audience um, and at the same time it's, it's completely unsustainable and when we speak about sustainability I would like to clarify that we speak for three kinds of sustainability financial environmental and social one and uh, fashion fails to three of them <laughs> and uh, as every industry right now but um, fashion actually is is um, the, the business fashion model on fashion it's very complex that means that when you bring in life, starting with the design that you design a product, you need uh, to produce it in the physical ways. You need to involve physical people, and it takes two 
to three months to create your prototype and the samples. And you need the huge samples if you want to, to reach the world. And then you should travel around the world to trade fairs and uh, book stands and, uh, and, and pay a fortune on all of those showrooms and uh, media around the world, the fashion shows. And in the end of the day, what you do is to sell to retailers. And then the retailers take it from this way to move it to the audience. And then you should spend a lot of other money for influencers marketing in order to send your audience to retailers. So, and and then there is a question that says, why you need to wear physical clothes in a world that you build your personal brand in a digital world? So you prov- provide and you build digital content and then suddenly you need to wear something physical. Why you have to do that? And digital fashion came to solve the whole, to, to give a solution to the whole pro, pro, uh, problem. The one is the digital content. You need digital content, so we provide you digital content. The other one is the, um, the complex business fashion model. So you don't need all those intermediaries. You stay in your office, you build the digital prototypes, you build your digital samples, you upload everything on the virtual showrooms and you connect direct with your audience. So it's more D2C than uh, B2B or B2C or everything like that. And you connect everyone in the virtual environment right now. So you eliminate uh, environmental impact. You increase in, in, in sustainability 97%. You eliminate overproduction because in the digital fashion, you go to... Uh, the difference between digital fashion and current fashion is that you first sell and then you produce. On the contrary, on the, on the physical one, that you should produce something before to sell it. So you avoid overproduction, you avoid supply chain costs, and you avoid everything in between. So in this way, I started working on digital tools 15 years ago, finally trying to find the solution. And there is a point that right now the technology allow us, and not only technology, but there are also a lot of, of um, factors that force us to move in the, in the second, uh, in, the, in, in the metaverse and digital fashion and digital worlds, which is the pandemic, recession, and um, environmental impact, the climate change. So when you think of digital fashion, are you thinking of it as a tool that can be adopted by the conventional industry and will help conventional fashion? Or do you see it as a completely separate workflow for a different audience? Hmm. That's good. Um, I could answer that question without to, to find a comfort zone, let's say, for what I'm saying, but I will make it difficult even to me. I will not afraid to say that um, hmm. in the end of the day, what we do right now, it should go to an end. Uh, otherwise, we stay out of business and uh, we stay out of environment, actually, to do business. The fact that we start speaking about digital twins and digital world and uh, to dress your digital content and um, like that is because we don't set up yet the true metaverse world. I, I think that we, we need 10 years as an educational and transition part from one world to another one. At least 10 years. because. People need to understand what is a metaverse, what is that kind of world. Because I started speaking about metaverse and digital fashion to common people, saying that people that didn't understand anything. And I said, okay, uh, I live in a bubble. Uh, but in reality, we have to, to work with, um, if we want to make it popular, then right now, the digital fashion need to start with the brands 
and on this current world that we have right now. So it helps on, on current world. But in the beginning, when I started speak to brands and to, to try to introduce digital fashion, I face a, a, a lot of um, uh, walls in front of me and it needs a lot of effort and a lot of money and a time, of course, in order to convince people uh, to change the way that they were living. So I took a decision to say, I don't want to convince people to follow the trend or to follow the evolution. We can ignore them and being the evolution right now ourselves because we don't need them we don't need the old in order to do something today if you want to do something you're just doing we are here we have our podcast we don't need the big conglomerates to accept us or an, a committee that pick us because we fit on their uh plan we can build our own plan so this is the this the the main essence the main um purpose of uh, building the digital world if you want to broadcast, you broadcast. If you want uh, to be a writer, you just write the book and publish it. You don't need big publishers. You just need your community. You, if you want to, to have, if you have to say something, the people will, they will listen to you. And this is the bigger revolution in our times. So when we speak about digital fashion, is to build a new world, to build a, a, in a in the foundation of sustainability, diversity, and inclusion. And when we speak about sustainability, we should put sustainability as a currency. We should measure in sustainability our um, our uh, happiness, our um, let's say uh, that on the contrary of the GDP today, we need to measure our success in sustainability. If you are sustainable, you can do business. If you're not, you don't. So it's so easy, but it takes time. It will take time. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point of of having sustainability as a currency because I think especially with digital fashion when obviously yes we're not trying to convince people on digital fashion it's not it's not the point um it's more yeah investigating in within the community of the value that it can bring and obviously I think sustainability is definitely the lens to do that through because everyone can see the value in that so before I ask you about the metaverse fashion council I want to ask you, obviously you've mentioned sustainability a lot. Do you think this is the number one value that digital fashion has? Hmm. Um, yes, uh, but I believe that the biggest value that digital fashion brings is more, if I have to use one word, it's freedom, which is the biggest on everything. So to con- to consist freedom, to, to build freedom, you need sustainability, you need diversity, you need everything that makes freedom. So uh, if you put the vision on freedom, then it's inevitable to start speaking about sustainability and everything else. So what is the Metaverse Fashion Council and how did you get involved in it? Okay, the MFC, the Metaverse Fashion Council, is a decentralized autonomous organization. It's based on on this um, uh, value and uh, protocol in form of NGO. And the purpose is to build a community uh, to set the rules of the fa- of the metaverse fashion, and uh, right now they have a, a huge community, and the community is growing. And right now we we go to the next phase, which is um, to to invest to create uh, NFTs uh, that um, uh, being our tokens to speak to to the people and give to people uh, ability to participate uh, on what we do. 
the members of, of, of the, the, the MFC will participate in creation of those rules, the rules of fashion, of the metaverse fashion, the metaverse fashion policy, uh, and direct the investment strategy, actually. The main co concept is um, that the whole metaverse is the decentralization. The power goes to people and not to one board, uh, to community instead of the board that broadcasts to people. This is also the main difference between the metaverse and the Web 2 and the Web 3, actually, as the people know better. Uh, and this is why we speak about the, the revolution, um, a change that leads to a completely different model of business than the industrial one. It's really, really interesting. I think it's so cool that these kind of different things have popped up in this digital fashion evolution. Like, if you would have thought 10 years ago, there would have been nothing like um, Metaverse Fashion Council. So I think it's so cool that these things are just growing and popping up. Like you said, the community's growing. I think that's really, it's all very fascinating. But obviously, you mentioned NFTs as well. Right now, I'm noticing a lot of conversations or a lot of the attitude or assumptions around NFTs is that the moment for them has kind of been and gone. And in order to retain their value, we really need to focus on what the value is it beyond just a cool digital piece. So what's your exam what's your um opinion on this? And what would you say to someone that thinks that digital fashion, fashion NFTs are just a fad in themselves? Actually, the question about the fad, if this is a fashion, is, is a fad with NFTs, and um, the, there is a question, do you want to be a fad? No, of course not. Who wants to be a fad? Who wants to, who would benefit it if what we do here in digital fashion and uh, in the metaverse and with NFTs uh, on being a fad? I mean, industrialists. All those people that they have right now, uh, the piece of cake, and uh, they build an organization when, and I'm not blaming them. Uh, I mean, if you build an organization and you're struggling a lot in order to make it, uh, um, to, to bring it life, and uh, you have this business fashion model and everything, and suddenly someone comes to you and say, okay, right now we have to change and to make things differently. And maybe that is going to eliminate your job and uh, eliminate what you do. And uh, those people, they want to, to, to make it fat. Cryptocurrency, for example, is the easy, easy, uh, the easiest example. Who is gonna? Who is afraid the big bad wolf? Who is afraid the cryptocurrency? Banks, because if we have the ability to use our own money, that is handled by the community and not by the banks. So that is um, change the whole financial. Um, uh, Think and people they're afraid because they they build a whole universe around this financial system. So uh, it's a problem to them. So um, when you hear, for example, the crisis or uh, uh, or a fraud in cryptocurrency, it comes because on the other hand you can you can hear that uh, a lot of companies allow the cryptocurrency to them. So they keep things back. No, it's not a fraud. Actually, NFTs is not what we think about it. I mean. You know, there is um, there is something that we uh, right now it's easy to make money. Ma to to have money is, today is something cheap. Okay, um, it's not like the old ways that it's really really struggling and you have a bottleneck on where to find funds or whatever. Right now, everybody can have access to a fund or to to money. And because right now is um, everybody says that uh, okay, I want to make something in order to make money. They're, they're missing the purpose behind of that. 
So there is a hype, a huge hype. When, Met- when Zuckerberg came out and said, okay, let's build the metaverse, everybody goes uh, to, 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 to build a company that, that has to do with metaverse. If you went to LinkedIn and you um, put um, and search for chief metaverse officers, before Zuckerberg, it was like three or five. After Zuckerberg, two months of announcement, there were 3,000. And, um, and the people that we, that we, uh, that we um, working on the metaverse before, we had a purpose to do that. So right now, everything is going to be a hype. Let's find a way to make money. So NFT is not something that you create a digital thing and suddenly you put it for minting and then you have uh, an NFT. Okay, you have it, but what you do with that? Uh, an NFT is is a purpose of uh, of uh, of thing. It's a ticket to go somewhere. Um, it needs to to have a lot of things around of this NFT in order to take it. It's a story that you have or the gamification that you play, uh, the game that you play because of a gamification uh, story. I mean, uh, the communities is out there. The communities are out there. They don't wait uh, us to build the community. They're waiting us to lead the communities. So if you are in a community that would like something and we can create a digital something for your community, that will be great because it connects with your purpose. Um, but uh, putting out there just uh, things that I'm thinking in my mind that is really good because I just put it on mid-journey AI or something like that, doesn't make me an artist or doesn't make the value of this NFT. I think as well, I, you mentioned a point of you were obviously in the metaverse space before the hype around NFTs, the hype around all these things started. And yeah, even though the hype inevitably will drop, there still remains a place for it in the creators or in the brands that are offering utility and value around the digital assets that they're giving. Do you think that in order for the fashion industry to adopt these digital concepts, do we need to change the whole language around it? So, for example, NFTs, cryptocurrency, do you think that kind of language should be altered when discussing those concepts in the fashion industry? Um, we have to change our, our world. We are in transition right now. So the words that we use are not the the, the 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 words that we will use in the near future. So it's like an experiment right now. We are in a laboratory. Um, I drive you back in, uh, uh, in 150 years ago that the first cars came out. They had the form of a carriage because they just removed the horses and they keep the carriage to go autonomous somewhere else. And they name it horseless vehicle. The, the, the name of automobile came later. So we are right now with the horseless vehicle in our hands. And this is came from the laboratory that is more technic, technology. Now it's time for the people that they have the vision, the artists, to take that kind of technology and make it more um, significant with the people. Because it's a completely different to know how to build the world than to why to build the world. Developers know how to build the world, but they don't know why to do it. And they don't have the, the, it's not their job actually to think the aesthetics of this world and the purpose before that the functionality will serve. So uh, everybody needs it right right now. We have the technology that we can build things, but we need to also identify uh, this kind of world, uh, how it will be 
in, in the future. And so, yes, we need to change the definitions. We need to change everything, and we need to make it more make it more simple to to simplify them if we want to make it popular. Um, I don't believe that yeah. the, that, that we that we use a vocabulary like NFT. It's like my daughter today asked me why you said it digital camera. Does it another one? Because she born in a in a in a world without the analogy, the analogical uh, things behind of, of that. She knows only the digital uh, concept. So right now, yes, we need to, to to change the vocabulary and to adapt in the new one. It kind of goes back to your point of we're not trying to convince. It's like it's not about trying to convince people on these concepts. It's about paving the way and allowing it to evolve and kind of just being in this flux of it all at the moment. So I think it's really interesting what you're saying. But going on to kind of digital fashion specifically, obviously you have your your digital fashion brand as well, where you are, if I'm not mistaken, you're selling digital only clothing. So this is obviously, again, another kind of niche topic in a way. Um, so why, who do you think, like, who are the people who are actually buying digital clothes and why would an individual actually want to buy a digital fashion piece, in your opinion? Um, the key word is on your question. You said individual. We live in an individual way of living. I mean, way of working on everything because the industrial economy stands on the factory and the world that you build around the factory. Today, the factory is in our backpacks, and we can move, and the factory is moving with that. So we are in motion. So the individuals are those that will buy the, uh, those um, digital fashion garments, let's say. But uh, right now, uh, we care more about uh, about the, the the digital world itself. I mean, we dress the avatars, okay? Because the influencers right now, for example, but they are established on the industrial economy, I completely understand them. It's difficult to change and to confuse your audience. If you are an influencer that you have one million people, for example, why are you dressed in digital uh, garment? You sh- they are very skeptical about that because um, they are already established on what they do. So if they start saying maybe they lose. So we are in between. So they're waiting someone else to move forward. And who is that one that moved forward? Every time that the innovation or revolutionary system arrived, who is the first adapt? Uh, the younger generations that they don't have something to, to lose. They start with white plate and they want to move ahead. So we are heading on the alpha generation more than Generation Z right now. And um, I, I know that because um, um, when I communicate with those people, they understand it more than ever. They ask it for, for from us. So actually, we need, uh, we dress avatars. We focus more on there because they are in the need of uh, of um, this um, the digital fashion, and also we do projects in digital environment. That um, and and I say we do bespoke projects. Why? Because the AR. Um, uh, Technology right now is not so um, beautiful. Let's say it's not. Uh, it's kind of awful right now, uh, and uh, we'd like to do. Uh, we focus more on quality than uh, just to produce the fast fashion in digital world. So we dress selective uh, personas that they would like to to create a project. And fashion for us 
is not only in digital world. It's not only about uh, dresses, uh, how to do the clothes, the garments. It's more broader world because you can change your, your environment mm-hmm. also. It's a broader. You know, the the digital the digital garment in um, it's not like your physical garment. The physical garment is just a, a garment that is hanging on your closet and waiting you to make it uh, to make it um, significant. But in the digital world, your clothes, your garment is already in life. It has its own soul and uh, interact with with the environment, the digital environment also, and allows you to jump in in a statement that is already there. And you have just to uh, lead it somewhere. So this is the amazing part in digital world. Yeah, I love it. I think this allows me to understand your thought process. The thing that really stands out to me is it's not that you're just focusing on digital garments. It's that you're focusing on the whole digital experience of fashion within the metaverse and then how this is going to evolve. And I think that is like really the key and really like something that is so, so relevant undeniably and something that is going to make it to kind of the mass audience of of fashion in a sense. And I also think another thing I want to mention as a side note, I think the second like a conventional popular fashion influencer posts something on digital fashion or wears digital fashion, I think that'll be a real game changer for people accepting it more. And I think, I think, yeah, digital fashion very much does focus on the alpha generation. I think that's, that's an okay thing as well. It's yeah, it's all, it it is all very interesting, but then I want to know, obviously you're on the Metaverse Fashion Council, you have your digital fashion brand, we're still defining what the metaverse is, but I want to know in your words, what is the metaverse to you? I used to answer in that question with what metaverse is not. And um, mm. actually I do that because I don't like definitions. Definitions for me is like um, I have to say something, I have to stay there. So it limits my thoughts. It doesn't allow me to uh, to be more um, creative. But let's try to give... Um, a definition okay so if i can give a definition for about the metaverse it's like um the metaverse is a virtual universe with no gravity which means a lot to have no gravity you are unplugged unstable as uh, you are moving with um, your environment so you have no gravity no physical lim- limitations uh no borders and non-binary mentality so, uh, and when I say non-binary mentality, everybody goes to the sexual orientation or gender orientation, but you can make it broader. You can be a blue person, or you can be a sausage, or you can be an apple. You can be whatever you want, your mentality um, allows you. And you have unlimited business opportunities because the metaverse is an unlimited world. So you don't have only 8 billion people. You have infinity avatars that you can connect with them it's a place that technology meets art, actually. A place that, uh, and that is the, 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 the main ingredients of building something good. The metaverse is about human culture. Uh, it's, uh, it sets the foundation of human evolution. It's a way we could express ourselves instead of just sharing information about ourselves. Um, we can show who we really are uh, without the limitation of physical form we have. So I will give you um, an example that we can express the multi-personality that we have 
in different forms. And this is far more deeper um, and release empathy. And this is the most important. To give you an example, so I'm a writer, a marketeer, a mentor, a father, a lover, and many other things. In the metaverse, I can give soul of these identities by visualizing them through an avatar, and I create a character. That this character, it connects with people, with other people, and interacts with the environment and everything there. So this is the most important. So when we speak about the metaverse, we don't speak about the how, but we build something about the why we do it. So this is the most important. Uh, it's not about the tools, but it's about the purpose. Yeah, I absolutely love your answer. And it's so funny because I think a lot of people do kind of mention this, but obviously, yeah, digital fashion, it is this limitless possibilities. It's this, yeah, it that's a, it's no no physical kind of limitations. And then in that way, I suppose the whole concept of digital fashion and the metaverse is almost philosophical as well. And I feel like what you're saying really touches on that and it's I think that's a really good definition um, as well but I wanted to ask you going back to the previous point you were saying that you like to focus um, on projects and make them the kind of most beautiful they can be not just using the technology for the sake of using the technology can you give an example of a project that you've done with your digital fashion brand and what this involved as well hmm okay Uh, this is good uh, we work in a project on James Bond community. Okay, so uh, what we did is just to give a life to to, to give life to uh, the James Bond woman, uh, and uh, put instead of James Bond on the on the center, we put the woman on the center. So we create a set of uh, we select uh, to five women and five dresses actually. So we give in these uh, dresses um, live. So we put it in the environment and uh, and uh, with, the, with the music on behind of James Bond style. And uh, of course, we womanize, let's say, the whole uh, concept instead of just giving this kind of uh, James Bond action, and um, which is existing side of the films. And um, then what we said, we said that uh, every set of this garment is uh, an NFT uh, that uh, behind of that NFT we will gain um, uh, uh, tickets for the last uh, Bond movie. Uh, we gain um, we'll be in the green room with uh, some of uh, of the people that they build uh, the James Bond movies and the concept of the digital fashion of, of, of these movies. And then we keep something and uh, in hidden that the the people starting buying the digital fashion. Uh, wearables, NFT wearables, based on their preference. So they didn't buy the five of them. And then when this is end, the campaign is end, then we announce that we say on every dress, we have a really a hidden spot that if you find the whole, you need all the five in order to, to, to solve the riddle. So we gamify the whole thing and we create a collection of NFT, not just a garment. And if you find that, then you will gain this and this and this, which is the most uh, biggest reward for, for people. And then the people start and react on that. They play in the games, they wear the clothes, they go to the VR sets. And it was like we create a story, gamifying that story inside of the VR showrooms and the VR worlds. Because we said, if you wear that dress and you go in that VR show and you ask this person, then you will get an answer. 
And that creates a whole yeah. fashion story because you go to a gala in a VR gala wearing a dress that is a James Bond woman dress. And that creates a very, very um, uh, huge luxury, let's say, environment. It, uh, it, uh, it took the common people, the people, not common people, the people that they belong on that community to, to be a part of that play, to be a part of the role that they love the most. And believe me, yeah. behind of, uh, of female avatars, there weren't only female real persons, physical persons, but they were also uh, main persons. So that makes it very, very uh, different in the way that we perceive the world is. Uh, because in our mind, we have a lot of roles and we, have, we like to play the roles. But in physical um, the way of, of living, it's not allowed, it's so limited. But in yeah. VR, it's, it's, th- it's very, uh, it's, uh, you can express yourself in different ways. No, it's amazing. I'm so glad I asked you that because I think it really defines how the metaverse, the world of digital fashion is not just, again, not just digital clothes. It's this whole experience that a brand can offer and reaching different communities. And like you said, giving people a new opportunity to, ex- to express themselves in a way that they've never been before. And I think this is a really good way to look at the whole concept of digital fashion because it's not one thing on its own. It's something that is around a brand or around a product to add more storytelling, to interact with people. And I think that's really going to allow people to understand what it is that you're doing, but what it is that this whole digital fashion space is about. So I think that's just, yeah, it's such a good example. And it's like, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. But I also want to ask you, how do you, if you do, do you interact with digital fashion on a daily basis in your normal life outside of your professional career? I have my own avatars. I have 15 avatars right now in the different games. Um, the most important thing is I try to understand. It's not, um, and this is uh, this is the place that I put myself in everything that I'm doing. As a, um, I put myself as a student first, and then as an um, as a doer. So every time that I interact, something new is coming out. I try to understand it and try to understand the philosophy why we need it, what it says to us, and what is add to what we are doing all together. I never believed in competition, let's say. I always believe that the people, they are, um, there are some business brands or people that they are ahead of us, so they open the, the road and then we follow. And this is good for us and for everybody. So in the example that I give you before, it's like we connect a lot of things, not just only people that they do digital fashion. So everybody needs to create what we say metaverse. So this is how I interact daily. I try to, I have my personas, my avatars, and my uh, digital, um, uh, let's say, uh, wardrobe. And I try to um, to interact with more people to understand them through my avatars. How are you doing? What you're doing? I build personas and I interact with people. I have, uh, I have a persona in a, in a, in a, in a metaverse world that is an assistant. And uh, this assistant creates a lot of help to, to people. And the people love that assistant, and uh, and uh, and and it is really really fun because I um uh, there are times that uh, uh, I I want to say hey I am behind this person this persona and uh, but it, but it's okay uh, I am in in the end uh, and um, I 
receive the same reward as my personas uh, receive there. And so, and, and, and but I'm not only this one, so I don't put all the effort and I have to put all the efforts in the different avatars and connect with people in a different way. Yeah, it's funny how it comes down back again to uh, like self-identity expression or these things, novelty. I think it's really cool. And it's it's interesting to hear your firsthand experience. And what like really stands out to me is that the way that it is fun and like novel and it, that's it's almost not meant to be looked into too deep like you can have your various digital personas and then you obviously have your real life self and it's like they can be different and use them for different purposes and I think that will allow a lot of people to understand it better as well like it's not that you have to have one digital persona and it's one or the other it's it's yeah it's all for different variations of yourself so I think it's it's really cool everything you said is just really it's it's given a lot of clarity to me as well. So I think it will help a lot of people as well. So as a closing question, what do you think the future of fashion is? The future of fashion? Um, I believe that um, what is coming is going to change all the world and uh, it's inevitable. It will be happening. So you have to accept. It's like, and and we have to learn to, to look about back the history and we learn about that. I mean, when Napster came, everybody says this is a fraud and they put the people in jail, in prison. And then we have iTunes and we have Spotify, which was the same thing of Napster. But it took time to people to understand it. And the people that they protest on that, it was the people, the record labels. Okay, so right now we have more music, we have more abilities to make music, and it's cheaper than, uh, than a- a- anything else. And... Um, we face that with horses vehicles, as I said to you. So um, people are afraid to lose their jobs, people are afraid of everything. But actually, it's it's a transition, but it's bigger right now. It's not just a tool, it's a bigger. We have to understand that we have to put an end of the industrial way of living and working and to create something new. And this is what we, um, what we are doing right now uh, in fashion too. The business model of fashion will be changed completely. Everybody will go to VR showrooms, will go to VR awards, um, under the main concept of metaverse, of course, but we speak about VR rooms, actually. So when that technology um, evolves and allows us more thi- to do more things, then we will go there. We speak about the extended reality. We, use, we need the extended reality for the last 20 years as Apple came with smartphones and digitalized everything that we do today with applications. You have your calendar in the application, you have your phone as an application, you have um, your file of in the application, you have things that you didn't know that exist in application uh, of today. So what remains to be an application, let's say, to digitalize our environment and ourselves? And right now, we have the ability to do that. It's the first step, of course. And um, and it's a very optimistic and very visionary, let's say. But the world is built with visionary people. They didn't build with people that they take care of 9 to 5 job uh, without offense. But the, the, uh, this is where the fashion goes. We, uh, have to, we have to go to an end of an era that don't need it anymore. I mean, why you need another T-shirt? Why you need to change your clothes every day? You need that because marketeers makes you to feel that need because they need to sell things. But if I can 
have a market of 320 million people, avatars, like Zepeto, for example. There are 320 million avatars. And I can send there, medicine sell there, 1,000 pieces every day. And I can have a stable job being a virtual fashion industry, being a, sorry, a virtual fashion community, selling on those 320 million people uh, items that makes me makes me um, a stable brand. Why do I need to do go out there and struggling of uh, selling physical garments to to people in that way? So I'm not saying that everything is collapsed. The huge organization it will collapse. It will remain a way of doing things in physical way, but with a slower pace that we deserve that. I want to wake up every morning and to see uh, the sunrise and to have time to enjoy it and then to work in virtual worlds, uh, doing good, helping people, selling fashion, building projects. And then to when I really remove, let's say, my goggles, I have to be in physical place that is everything minimal, and slow pace. I don't need to, to stress in uh, in physical work. So this is what will change, and fashion will be changed. Everything will be changed. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I love the idea of using it as a tool to slow down our lives and live in more peace and harmony, because obviously that's all what we want a lot more. And I think it's what people are scared of when they think of technological innovation, that it's going to have the opposite effect. But I think what you're saying really shows that it can have the, actually the positive effect and exactly yeah it's amazing I think all your insight is so cool I can see why you're on the metaverse fashion council <laughs> it's Thanks. all it's all amazing and yeah I feel like you are a true visionary so I've absolutely loved this it's been so inspiring but finally where can people learn more about you learn more about the fashion metaverse council and uh, about your digital fashion brand as well we are opening communities always you can find us with emails contact us through netizens.com and uh, I respond to everyone in WhatsApp, uh, in um, on social media, on Instagram, mostly LinkedIn. You can find me everywhere, and I'm open to everyone. I love to to make new contacts and uh, to hear people uh, what they have to say. I I don't like phones. I never respond to a phone number because it's a waste of time. And um, through, um, we have in Metaverse Fashion Council, for example, the first fashion in 28th of March. Come there. It's open to everyone that wants to uh, learn more about where to invest, uh, how to invest and uh, what we do. We have a show there with, um, it's not yet a lot. You are the first that we announced here, the show that we that we built there because yesterday we validated and uh, uh, the, couple, uh, the next couple of days we will go with an announcement of uh, all the community of netizens have the opportunity to show their designs inside of the metaverse the, in the first fashion by metaverse fashion council and uh next so um you can find us uh, there uh, we are open on any contact amazing amazing i really i've absolutely loved listening to all your thoughts on this like everything you were saying was kind of not what i was expecting and that's why i liked it and i think you've really given me a lot of clarity on all of these concepts and I'm sure you will to everyone as well else as well so thank you so so much it's been amazing thank you very much thank you very much for your questions That's... and the uh, opportunity to give me to share my opinions and my thoughts to, to the...
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money now on new siding from LP SmartSide at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big- 